They keep asking who I am, I just tell them I'm a Christian Occupation, a description, I just tell them I'm a Christian Nationality, ethnicity, I tell them I'm a Christian Keep the hyphens in division, I just tell them I'm a Christian This is Savage Truth Podcast with Pastor Roy Thank you for joining us again today um, for those of you, if we do put this on video, thanks for those who get to see us on video. Um, if not, then you get to listen on the podcast. So um, today I want to do something. Um, we've done a few episodes um, leading up to this on the coronavirus. We've talked about the pandemic from a health perspective. We've talked about it from the faith perspective. Um, now I want to get into some conversations about new norms. And so that new norm, the first conversation we're going to have is with my brother, uh, Mr. Kelly Cole, and I'm going to let him introduce himself briefly, but we're going to talk about the new norm for creatives. Uh, Kelly Cole has a lot of experience with music management and touring and, and, you know, has an amazing son who I had an opportunity to actually meet at Flavor Fest in 2015. Cool. Um, so it was the first time that I met Aaron Cole. So he's been doing great things. So get, we're going to have a good conversation here. But um, but Kelly, uh, Mr. Cole, introduce yourself to the people. Cool, man. Thank you for having me. First off, man. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, man. But yeah, so basically, yeah, like you said, I'm Mr. Kelly Cole. Um, I own a company called Publishing Advantage Group, where I specialize in helping entrepreneurs, speakers, and coaches become best-selling authors in 90 days, um, whether they like writing or don't even know where to start. So that's my specialty. Aside from that, I do manage my son's music career. Uh, he's a Christian artist signed to Goatee Capital Records. Yeah. Yeah, and so for those who don't know Goatee Records, that's that's Toby Mac, right? So right. that's uh, that's yep. So he been he been out there kicking it with Toby Mac. Like I said, I remember Flavor Fest in 2015, and then the Kingdom Choice Awards, and uh, and I think in 2018, you guys were there yep. too. I was one of the presenters um yep. at that event, man, and that was awesome. But it's been amazing to see kind of that evolution, right? We connected on social media years ago. So I, you know, I've seen mm-hmm. Aaron and listened to Aaron before the, before the goatee records and when he was just passionate and grinding and you were doing everything you can, you could to support him. So in that, right, like, you know, the grind, you're, you're doing the publishing, obviously helping people get their, their dreams and their, um, and their thoughts on paper. Yeah. So from that creative perspective, I mean, and we can talk about the music aspect of it first, Right. Like your son signed to a major label, right, from a Christian contemporary perspective with a lot of backing and a lot more opportunities to perform. Like what what impact are you seeing right now for creatives, whether it's in the Christian space or outside of it with the coronavirus? Yeah. So the impact is like, you know, a lot of events are either getting canceled or moved to the next year. So like that's what Aaron is saying. Like they canceled when this broke out. He was on tour. He was finishing up. I think they had like 12 more dates on the Hits Deep Tour with Toby. And um, they rescheduled them to August, but they don't even know if it's going to happen now in August. Because even if everything start opening back up, people are afraid to start gathering again so soon. So a lot of events are moving to next year. Like, so we don't know what the summer or the fall is going to look like as far as that concern. Now, I will say this. He did get one request to do, um, you know, a, <laughs> an event or a concert like this, which he's kind of weirded out by, you know, <laughs> yeah. most, you know, because most artists and creatives, they connect with the people and that's kind of like would boost them and you know if he can't get feedback if he's looking at a screen so um so that may be yeah it's you know it's funny you mentioned that man uh so there's a there's an artist real good guy he's in um he's in delaware here his name is um uh he goes by a million the poet 
Um, and he's a he's a rapper. He does poetry, but he does a lot of stuff in schools. And he in January, he had just came from he was on tour, just got back from Canada. But mm-hmm. I just saw him post the other day. He just did a virtual prom for mm-hmm. a high school in New Orleans. Like it was somewhere he was already scheduled to go. Right. But he basically yeah. went to a secure location, recorded the concert. And then, you know, and and then performed it. So and I think that's another thing that and I I mean, it's the same as a pastor or a preacher, right? Like no matter where you speak publicly and, you know, I know you speak publicly like it's it's one thing to try to I mean, presenting a message or having a conversation, but to try to entertain people when you can't actually (laughs) see the response like, you know, I rap, too. That would be really weird to me. Like if I just started spitting right now and then got up behind me in my office and started jumping around like. I don't know what anybody's right, especially when you can't see people's faces, when it's a one way um, conversation and you can't see that reaction. So um, with I mean, with that, I mean, with that potentially. Right. Because we see the we see the DJs, DJ Nice. And, you know, we see the battles between producers and and mega artists. Right. But like with people, these people are already rich. Right. So. So yeah. how do you I mean, how do you see right with with tour um, with tour revenue, you know, merch revenue probably going down? Um, I, you know, I know you do the writing. There are other ways that people can express yeah. creativity. Like, do you see like, you know, I like to do SWOT analysis from a business perspective. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, individually, people have strengths and weaknesses, but this is definitely going to highlight, you know, opportunities and threats for creative. So to start with opportunities first, like, are, I mean, even with Aaron, with yourself from a publishing perspective, have yeah. you come across or, you know, do you have any insight into what opportunities can exist now in the midst of the pandemic for creative people? Well, I'll start, you know, with me, a lot of um, people, you know, my business, thank God, hasn't slowed down because with people being quarantined, everybody's getting their book done, you know, so they're calling me um, like I'm booked back to back with calls of people just want to get started on their book. They've been putting it off and have used this time to get it done. And that's, yeah. you know, no matter what type of um, creative if you are, if you're a rapper, let's go into the music side. Rappers can crank out children's books. Why not? That's easy. That's <laughs> easy for a rapper. I wrote one for my son in like five minutes. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you can do that over and over. And like that becomes passive income. You put that book out. So look for other other ways to use the gift that God has already given you. Like I said, a book or, you know, a children's book is something easy that a, a rapper can create. Yeah. And I, I think even from a creation perspective, you know, looking at opportunities, I think an interesting thing as well is that a lot of a lot of rappers kind of kind of because of the fact that the majority of their their revenue and income comes from performing and things associated yeah. with it. They tend to minimize the fact that they're writers, exactly. like at the core of it, what you are is a writer. So, right. It's an opportunity to figure out more ways that you whether it's writing for other people. Right. Whether yeah. it's writing a commercial writing a jingle, um, trying to write soundtracks because people are still out there creating things. Um, there are definitely more opportunities, but, uh, you know, and like you said, everybody's being introspective <laughs> during yeah. the coronavirus. It's a great time to, to read more, to learn more and to also write. Um, but people also need to look at all the gifts that God gave them and how that opens up a door and creates an opportunity. Like just because you had one gift that was paving the way, Right. right. Does it mean that's the only gift that you have in your tool set that can create an opportunity? Right. So, like, that's why I respect people like Ruslan. Right. Who's always got like he'll do a poem. He'll yep. do a music review. He'll write a jingle if you want him to. Like, it don't matter. Yep. Like, he's going to use those gifts 
Um, and you know, and even, you know, whether people are doing commercials or creating things. Um, so that's, that's good. So, I mean, but so, and you know, right, you've, you've been in, I mean, and you've been in this for a while with your son, even previous to that, I've been doing Christian hip hop now for over 18 years. Wow. Right. So, um, so my, so my question is, how do you feel this, this, especially with the way that everything's been shut down, right? The, I mean, the music industry in general is largely driven by tours, right? If you listen to J. Cole, all these artists that tell you to never stop touring because that's where your money going to come from. So since that's drying up, right, and then you kind of have that that upper echelon, that top tier of artists that get the vast majority, right, 90 plus percent of the the income, the revenue from streaming goes to like 1% of the artists, right? right? So like, and now that tours are being wrapped up, like how much of a threat you know, do you think this is an interim threat? Do you like how much of a threat is this, especially to Christian artists that were already some of those who were struggling to keep this as their full time um, ministry or full time occupation, and yeah. even more so for those that were trying to enter the game? It's a huge threat, man. Because, like you said, the majority of them, um, if we talk about the bigger issue, is not what's happening with the corona; it's money management. So the majority of them, the ones who were making some money, they didn't manage their money well. So of course, they're panicking right yeah. now because it's a huge, like you said, you took away their two biggest income streams, the show and their merchandise. Yeah. If they're not doing no shows. They're not selling no merchandise. And the reason they really can't sell any merchandise online because they haven't even built the relationship with their fans. So yeah. if you think about if you think about, you know, like going back to what you said, other opportunities, um, if they're a producer, they can teach, you know, production classes online doing like this. You know, do some group coaching. Um, even if you're a rapper, you could teach kids how to rap. You can do your own online stuff, but just be creative. So, you know, we've seen a lot of, um, say, like Kiki Sheard. She used to do like these um, choir works, workshops and musical workshops. Do them online. So figure out different ways that you can do online. Do one-on-one coaching meetings and charge for them, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, and I, and I think, I mean, I really, I really like that too. And it's especially when you talk about the opportunities. And so there's money management, right? There's, there's how people built a platform versus, yeah. right? Because there's so many artists that just strive to be a part of one of the teams, right? I want right. to be on Hog Mob. I want to be God over money. Right. I want to be with Reach Records. So like their entire, their, their trajectory is literally to build to that destination, right? So in right. the interim, they don't heavily invest in their own brand, their own platform. That's why I respect right. um like Jared Sanders, right? I respect him a lot because he's got he's got over money, right? I know he VA, I know you out oh, there in Virginia. Yeah. Um, but like, but he definitely still tried to keep his his individual thing, right? Even Dayton has the menace movement that he's trying to carve out, right? So um, and so that I mean that's that's so significant. But I think, man, you touched on something that we never talk about. When it comes to Christian ministry, even when you when it comes to ministry, I just had a conversation earlier today. Like the, it's going to be hard for the church to recover from this because they've been poorly managing their money, right? Because they've all they've also been spending the money that's coming in, and ain't nothing going to be left now that people can't contribute, and you know, and um, and and people aren't showing up because they don't want Castorona, so they have right. events that are not being attended anymore either. It's just called Sunday service, but right. um. So, but, and that's that dynamic, but so why do you think, right? I mean, you, I mean, Aaron has the, like, I grew up without a father. Most of us rappers grew up without a dad, right? Yeah. Like it's just, it's in all of our songs. You can hear it. Um, why do you think there's such a, and that we're going to go down that road for a quick second. Oh. Why do you think there's such poor leadership 
in Christian hip hop to try to encourage people to be like to be intelligent businessmen. There's almost like, and I'll be real. My wife always jokes. Like I've got four degrees. Three of them are in business. One of them is in nuclear engineering. Like I'm a business person first. And then, but it's like, I even like, I get looked at sideways within the industry because it's almost like I'm too business and not enough hip hop. But I'm like, that's why my money don't never run out though, because hip hop don't pay no bills for nobody. But it's almost like, like, why is there, why is there this negativity associated with like, with like management and business where they want to, you know what I mean? Like they want to give it to somebody else, but then when their money gets stole and everything winds up missing, what, what is it? Like, is it a male thing? Is it a, is it a family issue? I know you've seen, you know, you probably dealt with a lot more than I have, but why do we squander what we do get and we don't seek or even follow wise counsel when people try to give it to us? Bro, I don't know. I was trying to give you an offer. I was looking for an offer around here to give you one. But it's it's tough to watch. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's tough to watch. And just like you, I've been criticized by being too business minded, like in for handling our business. But then on the back end, they wonder why we're in the position that we're in. Yeah. We, we're not panicking. We've yeah. handled our business. Yeah. We're still getting checks every month. His publisher <laughs> is right. His his streams are right. Like he's still getting checks. And if he didn't get another check to the next year, he would be all right. Yeah. But that took, like you said, I was a father. I was in his behind. He wasn't spending his money and taught him how to manage his money. So even though he's, you know, he's young, he just turned 21. Um, it was a struggle period for him once he started making money, because most of the time they look at music money because it comes so fast and comes so easy. They don't picture themselves going through a pandemic where they can't go out there and get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't project this. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, that's why you manage your money correctly, because you don't know what's going to happen. Like, you literally don't know. And um, yeah, I don't know why they want it. But what I've what I've learned is or what I've tried to do is when I have the opportunities to sit with these guys, you know, a lot of the younger guys backstage and stuff like that. I just try to share. I just try to share. And if, if they they're honest with you, they'll say I've had a conversation with them and say, hey, man, what are you doing with your money? Yeah. About investing. You should think yeah. about buying some real estate. You should think about buying some land. God ain't gonna make no more land. He's not gonna make any more real estate. <laughs> dumb Jays, dumb Jays, they're gonna make those next year. They're gonna re-release the same one. Hold on, let me see. Yeah. Um, but I try to tell them, bro, like they're gonna make some new Jays. They're gonna release the same ones next year. They're gonna release yeah. a new Benz next year. They're gonna release a new Lexus next year. Like, bro, buy some assets, invest in some assets that can pay for those liabilities. Yeah, and it's and it's crazy, man, because I've you know, I've been on tour and seen people, you know, they they hit a lick one night at the merch table, then it's like, let's go to the mall and get some Jordans. And I'm like, I didn't need them shoes yesterday. I don't need them today. Like this, this is just, you know, it's I, I, I ran my record label as a nonprofit, so because I needed yeah. a tax write off, but that's a whole nother set of, right? So it's, but it's but yeah, it's that it's that mentality, man. That you know, and and the other thing too, some of it is driven by, I mean, unfortunately, you know, within even within Christian hip hop, the that that image, right, of hip hop of I gotta have a gold, you know, I gotta have the gold chain with the Figaro link, you know, my my white tee gotta be fresh, I gotta have these J's on, and I gotta have a fresh snapback. And these supreme jeans and this backpack. And, you know, like, and at the reality, like, that's that's a poor man's mentality, right? None of that drives it. And then now, 
right? I'm going to wait until none of y'all can afford, and then I'm going to go buy all your Jordans off of StockX, and I'm going to get them for the low, low. So that's the that's the market I'm waiting to crash mm-hmm. is they the after shoe, and I'm going to go buy every shoe I wanted as a child for like $35 a pair because everybody stacked them up and then, um and then you know, and didn't invest otherwise, man. So, but I'm, I, I, I'm glad you touched on that. I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to use other people's money. I'm not going to even use my money to do it. How about that? <laughs> and then resell them, then flip them, just send them to send them to Japan because somebody wants them in Japan and they money right. But um, <laughs> that's crazy. So on the money management side, so then on the so to to switch it to the other side of from an opportunity perspective that you touched yep. on, as well as the threat, like managing their platforms, right, and be, and becoming sure. engaging with their with their customers, engaging with their fan base. Yeah. Um, like what's what's some what's some tips that you can that you can give, like from an engagement perspective, right? What have you seen? What have you seen work? Like, what would you say people, creatives need to do? And I'm actually going to say specifically to authors, right? Because like I wrote a book, but I don't like marketing. Oh, specifically you know I mean? authors? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So like, even, I mean, because that's, that's, that's kind of a more stagnant content, right? Sure. That's harder to put in front of people than the music. So I think whatever you share for authors obviously should be relevant to anybody else. Right. But it's a, it's a more fixed product. So, so yeah, so definitely just creating content, number one and engaging, like what did I put out there the other day that got me on this podcast? I said, Hey, who has a podcast, TV show, radio show, um, blog that I can become a guest on. Yeah. That was a simple post. You know how many interactions I've got? I got 50, 50 (laughs) things set up just from that one thing. Just yeah. imagine if one person buys my book from each platform I'm on. That's 50 books, right? Yeah. But what I teach authors is don't look at the book for the book sale. Look at the book is just for the lead magnet to sell people what you really want to sell them. The only reason I want to sell you a book so I can talk you into publishing a book with me or so I can yeah. sell you some coaching because that's where I'm going to really make the money. At. I'm not, I don't make money off a $15 book. I make money off of coaching. I make money off of publishing. Yeah. So Absolutely. look at the, look at the book as the new business card to open up the door to what you really want to sell them. So and so with that, right? So what would be so that was on the book side. Now to, to position that a little bit towards the the creative artist, artists, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time they were positioning themselves for you know know me like the music was just an avenue to get to the show, to get yeah. to the performance, yeah. to you know, to get you to buy my merch or to engage, right? right? Like, what should they be looking at, right? If you're, if you're, you know, you the dad, you sitting down with Aaron right now, he's got stuff coming in. You've already helped him manage his money, right? So he ain't right. got a stress right now. But like, what it, what advice are you giving him as far as how, right? What's the new thing he should try to sell? I know you already mentioned, you yeah. know, helping with writing, writing a book or, or whatever else, right? Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that kind of what you would recommend or is there something else creatively they can be sure. doing with their talent with regards to music. All right, I'm going to give something away for free that I should never give away <laughs> that I would normally give away in a coaching call. Well, just think about how are people celebrating their birthdays right now? They're doing virtual birthdays. Yep. So solicit the parents. Like if you have a, um, you know, a Facebook fan page, I'm sure you got, because I manage errands. I've got so many parents to just request videos from Aaron to wish their kid happy birthday. All yeah. you got to do is go in that inbox and say, hey, Aaron, to make an appearance in your kid's virtual birthday for $500 or $1,000. Yeah. Ten of, those, 10 of those, that's five grand at 500. Yep. 
And yeah, get on you good. You set them up on Zoom. Zoom is free. Say so Aaron will come to the birthday party, hang out, put him on the big screen. He'll talk to the kids, do whatever, play some music for 30 minutes, and he done made $500. You do 10 of those, that's five grand. Yeah. You take and that that's five offset. Grand, you take that five grand, the, the real estate market's finna crash. You can go buy you a piece of property or buy a piece of land. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take that, flip that. You know, <laughs> take that, you know what I'm saying? Take that same mentality. That's what's up. Because, like, I mean, it's a perfect example. So, matter of fact, today, and I'm, I'm you know, we're going to wrap this up here shortly because today is my daughter's birthday, right? So, one of the things I did, I mean, she's gotten to tour and meet most of the artists that she liked, but I've never, she's never been to a Lecrae show, but yeah. she loves Lecrae. So, I went, like you just said, I went on Cameo, right? Ooh. I went on Cameo. Lecrae got like an eight hour turnaround time. I was like, cool, you know, got the video, yeah. typed a little whatever in. He got it. I showed it to my daughter this morning. She loved it. I put it on social media. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. But like, so that's the kind of stuff that, you know, that, like I said, even my man, um, a million that did the, that did a virtual, um, prom, right? Like we, you know, being creative using the same thing. But the, the one thing that I like about, um, about opportunities and threats, right. Is that they, they tend to shift us out of our comfort zone. For sure. And I think what the coronavirus is doing for everybody is taking people out of their comfort zone, but especially for artists who have been used to, I make music, I put it out, people like it, they want me to come and perform it, I go perform it, you pay me for that, I get some merchandise, you buy the merchandise at the show, and that's just my cycle, right? I just keep going through that movement, I go through those motions, and now that that's disrupted, you know what I mean, people are in an uncomfortable position, and now people have to respond in a way to say, okay, now what I, what can I do? Right. And like in that, you know, I tell people all, I used to, I tell everybody that I mentor, cause I do a lot of coach, I do a lot of leadership, um, coaching for business people and, and other stuff. Um, but I'm like, if you're comfortable, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Right. If you're comfortable, you're allowing yourself to, to kind of settle, right? Like put right. yourself in an uncomfortable position, right? Stop keeping all your money in your bank account, sure. go invest something and then be uncomfortable with yeah. the low amount of money, money in your bank account so that yeah. you'll go get some more money to put in your bank account, right? Like, it's going to drive, so. drive you to do something. You're gonna yeah, do them it. low balances, them low balances when you got kids and families and responsibilities right. definitely drive something, man. But but that's crazy, man. I, I I like the conversation, man. Um, so from a just so from a publish advantage group perspective, man, if you wanted to, I know a lot of people have ideas, have stuff on their heart. Like, yeah. you know, if you want to if you want to pitch publish advantage and, and what that is and what you guys do for people for um to help them write and produce and publish their books. Yeah. So just go to bestsellerscircle.com and there's a free um, case study video where I walk you through, like I said, how to become a best-selling author in 90 days, even if you hate writing and don't know where to start. So just go check that out. That's the first place to start. That's what's up. See, and look, and see, you ready for that. See, that's what we're talking about, right? You're like, what do you do? You go to this website <laughs> and you look and you follow those prompts, right? And that's the thing about, about how you take advantage of situations, right? There's sure. so many people now when people are like, oh, well, what do you do? And, you know, and how can I find your info, right? Like, I'm that dude. I've had a website since I was like 15. You wanted to know something about me. It was on the Internet. Um, yeah. But you got it. We got to use everything available, man. But I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the, the free advice, man. I hope people um, take it up, man. I, I know a lot of artists, man. I'm, I mean, I've actually I've been going to people's little live concerts and and trying to hit them on their cash app <laughs> or whatever, because yeah. I know yeah. it's hard right now. And I've always supported the genre. Right. I always try to support the artists. I keep my yeah. daughter's got, you know, got Christian music on playlists. We actually sleep in our house 
with yeah. Christian music playing on rotation yeah. on like three or four different automated devices just so yeah. we can yeah. keep um, driving that stream, man, because we, mm-hmm. we've got to support it. But like, I really hope, man, that when we mm-hmm. like coming through this, man, if anything people can take from this money management, <laughs> right, and and being creative with what God gave you, like you got to mm-hmm. use it all the way up, right? You got to yeah. you got to use it till there's nothing left, man. We can't get comfortable. Um, we got we got to do what God called us to do, um, and we got to do it extremely well. We can't be can't be slacking out here. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't want to rush past something you said. They don't realize, <laughs> bro, what you just said. You you basically like say that again. You go to sleep with several devices on streaming Christian music. Yeah, they understand those are seeds that you are scattering. Yeah, that are going to produce a harvest. A lot of these jokers are struggling too because they don't plant. Yeah, they don't sow back in. They don't buy nobody's CD. They mm. don't sell nobody's music. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. I ain't going to stop you. Hey, I'm just saying. If there was a lie detected, I would let you know. But like, you know, (laughs) I'm hearing facts right now. (laughs) But they hadn't sold nothing. They didn't own anything. How can I expect somebody to buy my book or support my business? I don't buy anybody's book. If I go to an event, Aaron will tell you, we go to these um, festivals or whatever. If I see an author with a table and they selling a book, I buy their book. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I was about to show you because, like, so behind me right here, there's normally a nine Q bookshelf that has a hat or something from almost every Christian artist in the country. Right. I've got everybody's shirts. I got physical albums. I got signed copies of albums. Right. You know, and I try to sew into it. Right. Just because I'm fortunate. I'm blessed that I don't have to depend on music for anything because God gave me a myriad of gifts that I can utilize to take care of my family and to do ministry. But like you, I love when you said that. Right. A lot of people. I mean, don't even think about it, right? Like, you don't, mm-hmm. I, I know Christian artists who clearly, who blatantly and and almost arrogantly say they don't listen to other people's music. Right. So I'm like, but then that means you ain't getting nobody's streams. Like, I got Google Homes, Amazon Echoes, Chromecast, yeah. like all through my house. And it's everybody listen to music all night. And yeah. even sometimes when I'm at work, I'll just put a playlist up and let the music play in the background, right? When I'm doing yard work, I got a lot of my a lot of my friends that I know, right? I got them on my yard work playlist. But like you said it's sewing, right? But that reciprocity is not it. People people think that you're good, right? And that's what makes you. Like if you look at mainstream hip hop, being good is not what gets you there. Nope. Right? Having a fan base, having people you're connected to and then from a kingdom perspective and I I think it's your brother, right? That has like the kingdom mogul like I see it on LinkedIn. Like I know he, I think he posts some stuff as well. Which one? Um, like business coaching. I think it's your actual brother. Do you have a brother? No, 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 no. Oh. Jesse Cole. We have the yeah, same. Yeah, Jesse last Cole. Name. Okay, yeah. Last name, and we look alike. So yeah, <laughs> brothers. But I, but it's the kingdom aspect of it, right? Like how does the kingdom function, right? And the kingdom exactly. functions and with with sowing and reaping. And you're so right. Like there's so many people that'd be like, oh man, like. I love what you do, but I'm like, you ain't buy my book. Like I got it. I can track it. Like I know who ordered my book. And not only that, bro, I put my book up there for free. Right. So you ain't downloaded the free copy of the book, right. but then you want to, you know, but then you want this, you want this reciprocity, but it's like, I'm a pour into people, whatever, regardless, but you're absolutely right. Everybody wants to reap when they ain't sown. Nothing. And you yeah. can, the people can Google that scripture and see where that leads you. Um, when you try to reap where you have not sown, you're gonna hit some weeds and some thistles because there ain't gonna yeah. be nothing there for you to for you to um, for you to pull up. 
Yeah. So yeah, we didn't mean to go off on that, but yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. They needed to. This is called the savage truth. So when it comes up, they got to get it. You know. There so you wh- whoever whoever that was for, you just got corrected. You just got corrected. <laughs> so you need to start sewing. Yeah. Period. Absolutely, man. Well, I, I mean, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking the time to chop it up with me, man. We'll definitely do this again, sure. um, especially post uh, pandemic coronavirus, man. Yeah, Check man. in, see what. What you and um what you and Aaron got going on and what new projects you got processing, man. So um so yeah, man. Thanks for joining us on the Savage Truth podcast, man. We'll definitely um we'll definitely be chopping it up, man. And and stay safe out there, stay healthy, man, and keep leading your family the way that you have, man. We can see the results, and you're an inspiration, especially for Black fathers, man. So keep holding down your son, um or the young man, you know what I'm saying? You know the young man out there, 21, but uh but keep yeah. holding it down, man. We appreciate it, man. But God bless. Thanks, brother. Thank you for having me, bro. All right, man. Yeah, I'm just getting the booth. I'm gonna let it ride. Yeah. I got a little something right here, but I'm just going for the heart. Yeah. Uh. Cause I've been down, but I got life. I should've been there, but I'm living so high, yeah I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no Cause if it wasn't for God lead away, I probably wouldn't be where I am today I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no If I can be honest, I shouldn't be able to breathe Pops was like one nine and moms was 17 She was crying, pops was like we made a mistake But it's okay, we can fix it, we'll go to the dock as soon as we wait But wait, she was too far along She the boy now, everything will be wrong So maybe this wasn't a mistake after all Maybe Aaron Cole was born to be this raw One came and everything was legit Two came and then my pops had to split Look, Came back, but it was with a little sister And three came and I was just a rapping like this Yeah, but how does it feel uh, to know you wasn't wanted And maybe this was all not real uh, To know you was just one good late night pimping It makes me wanna ask, is there a point of so living? I've been down, I got life I should've been dead, but I'm living so high, yeah I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no Cause if it wasn't for God lead away, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. I shouldn't be here. Hey, yo, oh, it's no, 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 I shouldn't be up on the stage All the stuff I've been through I thought I'd never see this day Way back in seventh grade They said I'll never make What seems to be reality Cling to his mentality Just another Bristol rapper Gonna be at the hillbilly I made it my ambition To make my school feel silly uh, Fast forward freshman year Another grind level I dropped 15 They told me I'm on side level It's crazy people don't grind And they don't blame themselves Them everything in the world But they don't blame themselves And tell you you can't make it And try to break your smack But all I gotta say is is look at me now You mean to tell me I should be where I'm at Without God I'm a mess Like the Brooklyn Nets I shouldn't be here uh, But yes I'm going farther Don't believe just watch I put my trust in the Father I got life I should've been dead But I'm living so high yeah. I shouldn't be here Oh no 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 I shouldn't be here Oh no 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 Cause if it wasn't for God lead away I probably wouldn't be where I am today I shouldn't be here Oh no 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 I shouldn't be here Oh no 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 So where would I be If it wasn't for you Where would I be If you didn't love me You made 
I got life, I should've been dead, but I'm living so high, yeah I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no Cause if it wasn't for God lean away I probably wouldn't be where I am today I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no I shouldn't be here, oh no, 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 no